Hi, welcome to Ha'i Garrett, or The Message, a unique journal of original and plagiarized Jewish thought in the merit of my grandfather, Benjamin Aryeh Ben Meir, and for a refuish lema, a complete healing for Esther Batsipora. This week's Parsha is Vayechi. Have you ever stumbled upon an old sticky note that says something absolutely nonsensical? If the note made no sense, why did we write it in the first place? Well, firstly, it wasn't nonsensical then. Secondly, a one-time flight confirmation number, a daily schedule, or a grocery list are totally relevant things for a singular moment. But what about information that you write down that is a little more long-term, maybe a deep quote you thought of or a good icebreaker activity? That has a little more lasting power, right? Obviously, our momentary sticky note ideas are obsolete after their singular time has passed, but our unique insights have a bit more of a shelf life. What about beyond this? How does anything truly last? How can we last? As we learn in this week's Parsha, that which lasts is that which is rooted in godliness. A CT scan manual would be worthless in 1901 if CTs only came about in the 70s. A toddler's sock won't fly for your 10-year-old, and a 2011 iPhone charger with the wrong insert is unhelpful for your iPhone 12. These hollow physical things are examples of, of things that have no lasting power. But the Torah is the exact opposite. We are thousands of years later, and you're sitting here listening to a podcast about the Parsha. We learn from every word choice, every letter, every space and lines in the Torah, and so of course we also learn from this Parsha's first word, Vayechi. And he lived. The Parsha focuses almost exclusively on the death of Yaakov, Jacob, but it begins saying how long he grew to live, 147 years. And for all of these years, Yaakov Avinu was alive. This was because he was wholly connected to godliness, living for the sake of God. When on his deathbed does Yaakov tie up his own loose ends or speak of his own greatness? Aside from commanding his burial place, Yaakov spends his last hours giving blessings to his children and grandchildren. And even ensuring that he's buried in Ma'arat HaMachpelah, the cave of Machpelah, is an act that binds his direct descendants to their ancestors, Avraham or Abraham, Sarah, Yitzchak or Isaac, Rivka or Rebekah, and Leah, who are all buried there. Our sages say that the word death is not used to describe Yaakov's expiration, meaning he's still living today. But weren't Yitzchak and Avraham also very righteous? Even though their deaths are specifically mentioned, what is so different about Yaakov? Rashba, Rabbi Shlomo ben Adaret, points out that both Avraham and Yitzchak had wayward sons. Avraham had Yishmael, Ishmael, and Yitzchak had Esau of Esau, both who strayed. Yaakov, however, had 12 sons, all of who became the Shvatim, the tribes that carried on Yaakov's legacy. This is one of the reasons why we are called B'nai Yisrael, the children of Israel, a.k.a. Jacob. Yaakov is the most prolific, children-wise, of our Avot, forefathers, which helps with the efficiency of his legacy. So if Yaakov spent his life living for the sake of God, this means he lived for the sake of the future— This is a future he didn't get to see, but one that ensured the continuation of his people and the ideals that he believed in. On Shabbat, parents blessed their children that they should be like Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, and Leah, the Imahot, the foremothers. So it would make sense that parents should bless their sons to be like the Avot, but they don't. Parents bless their sons so that they should be like Yosef, Joseph's sons, Ephraim, and Manasseh. Why? 
Though they grew up in the epitome of Galut, of exile in Egypt, they remained righteous. They were exposed to everything and soaked up none of it, retaining their holiness. Little did Yaakov's descendants know they would soon be enslaved in Egypt for hundreds of years, but even the physical enslavement couldn't break the legacy Yaakov left behind. We eventually made our way to Eretz Yisrael, to the land of Israel. There's a pattern in Jewish texts to bless someone with an end goal, such as children, wisdom, Torah, or wealth. Yaakov had all of these things by the end of his life, but there was a time where he had none. If you, like me, identify more with pre-success Yaakov, let's turn to Tehillim, to Psalms. Here we praise God for blessing the growth, the springing, the sprouting of the earth. I really like this idea of blessing the growth, not the product. Because if the goal is progress, then you're not only achieving your goals every second, but you're also actively growing. Of course, we all want to matter, to have made a difference and to be remembered. But this end goal is a big one, an overwhelming one. So for now, I wish you blessed growth and God willing, a long lasting legacy. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, or subscribe. And I'm wishing you a Shabbat Shalom and a happy 2021.